Good morning, everybody. Eric Kaiser, 1116 Sunday morning. Woo! The Grateful Dead show, right? Yeah. You know what's crazy? Up until yesterday, I never listened to, to one Grateful Dead song. You know, it might have came on the radio at one point in time. I might have heard it. Somebody might have tried to let me listen to it back in the day, and it probably just didn't resonate. But very interesting culture. Very, very interesting culture. And I want to talk about it. And I want to talk about how I even got up to experiencing. And keep in mind, I didn't go to a show. <coughs> Basically what happened was, you know, in my process of life and becoming spiritual and chasing down enlightenment, you know, there was certain times where mushrooms and things like that had a certain effect and if you're really interested in the stuff and you study psychedelics enough you'll you'll find out why they're illegal you'll find out what they do for you i am not going to promote you to do them that is totally a a single person's choice right that is not for me to offer that advice so i'm not doing that if you want to experiment that's totally up to you but I had been thinking, and this is the way life works once you start getting on this plane, but I had been thinking about mushrooms, LSD, peyote, DMT, like because I, I study all this stuff, right? Because there's a big benefit to all these compounds that would replace a lot of pharmaceuticals. And that's a whole nother episode. But if you chase down why certain things are illegal, like it'll always come back to shutting off something that we don't need same thing with with you know marijuana i believe that marijuana probably could have been almost a gold stamp in america instead of trading gold we could have been trading flour different strains for different different problems and you know it's i know it's a crazy concept but when you get deep you get deep so basically what happened was i was in little five and I'm not going to use any names in this, but a guy chilling on a park bench. And I just happened to be down there. It was later. Some other guy hit me up to walk into a, a venue to watch, you know, a, a kind of, you know, just a little, little show with a bunch of people who were rap, rap artists who are trying to make it in this world, you know. So I support people like that. I support any entertainer. Support anybody trying to be anything that has to do with passion, right? So I end up going in there, but the guy on the park bench is like, hey, man, you want any LSD? You want any mushrooms? So I start talking to him. Well, here, find out, you know, he's got a story like everybody. And I'm going to get into that in a couple episodes. Everybody's got a story. And the trick to life, to breaking through the barriers of life, you got to get rid of that story. But, you know, he had a story. At the time, he said he had a job. He was living somewhere kind of just had that feeling like you know this is this is what he does and getting to know him yes he's followed the dead he's done this he's done that and it started appealing to me why it's so normal for young people to be living on the streets and the worst part is they understand the exchange of money they know how to make money now granted he was a little bit jammed up with a charge all the way in california and he, he, he's letting that, he's letting the fear of dealing with that 
And I remember what this feels like. He's, he's letting the fear of dealing with that really keep him on the streets. He doesn't realize it. In his head, he's choosing that lifestyle. And I'm going to tell you how I came to that, to that notion yesterday by going down to the parking lot, hanging out, almost getting behind the scenes of what's going on. But another gentleman that I'm, that I'm kind of building a relationship with had hit me up because he was going to a dead show, you know? So he asked me after, you know, we went down and met Chris and, you know, I introduced these guys because they're both deadheads, you know, and, uh, they hit it off pretty well. So he asked me, so he asked me if I would like to go <laughs> and I'm in the part of this surrender where I do not say no to any invitation. I go out and I experience life. I live in the moment. I live in the now and I pay attention. And I'm doing that because of my profession now, right? You know, once you become a life coach to be able to help everyone, right? You have to start opening up to every problem, every issue that you might ever face and trying to put the pieces together in your head of how can you help these people to see how simple all these problems are, right? So catch a ride down to the show after a exhausting, and I don't know what I was thinking yesterday. I took a bike ride and I guess cause I have an electric bike. I was like, oh, it's, it's nice out today. It's not even that hot. So I got to do laundry and I was like, you know what? I'm just going to grab a pair of jeans, but I'll bring some nice white flowy pants, like meditation pants with me and a shirt just in case. Thank God. I would have died yesterday. Anyway, so I had to walk all the way to this lot called Sea Lot. So I start my trek. It is far. <laughs> my, other, my other friends already went and show. And I'm walking. My backpack's heavy as hell. So yeah, my backpack's heavy as hell. I, I went prepared. Right? Gallon of water, like I went prepared. So I finally, I finally catch up with Cat all the way over in this, this sea lot, and it's called Shakedown Road, right? And I'm sure people heard the song. The song does not explain what's going on in Shakedown Road. I listened to the song to find out. It was the first dead song I've ever listened to. So keep in mind, there's a lot of things that intrigue me about culture, right? Movements. The dead was a movement and if you if you read books like dot com secrets and expert secrets by Russell Bronson, you will see that that's what it takes to to make change sometimes, right? You gotta spark a certain movement. But with the dead, their culture, it's almost like some of them got stuck. Because I don't see why 
people are choosing to live this way. And it's nothing, I'm not judging. I want to put that out there. This is not judgment. This is, this is wanting to help people because in, there's a very screwed up illusion going on here. Because when I post a picture on Facebook of me being there and me saying, I'm curious what's going through these people's heads to make them live like this. And somebody commented, freedom. But I'm sorry, people. What I experienced yesterday was not freedom. What I experienced yesterday was a different social scale, a different, I don't know if it's most people who end up in that are in trouble with the law and they're afraid. Is it fear that drove them into it? Like, that's what I want to know. Like, I want to know what is making these people caravan around the country and live in these parking lots at these shows and sell t-shirts and sell this and sell that. But see, that's what a vendor's called, right? And the vendors, there's vendors on the other side, right? The premier parking for this place is all the way on the other side where you won't ever see this shakedown road at all. So it dawns on me. It's like its own little ecosystem, right? You have people selling mushrooms. You have people selling this. You have people selling that. That's creating almost like the gold stamp for these people, right? That's bringing money into circulation, right? I, I, I got to see it firsthand. So that's bringing money into the circulation, right? All of them bring money into circulation. And then they disperse the money out into their own community almost, right? I seen people cook in there that I swear to God, health code inspectors would have threw people in jail. Am I saying the food was bad? No, it looked, it looked fabulous. You know, if I was still a grilled cheese eater, I probably would have had one. Even though if you would have saw the way it was being done, you probably would have been like, oh, hell no. But on my side of the spectrum of life, nothing can ever hurt me. So trust me, a grilled cheese ain't going to bother you. But it's the point of we don't notice this stuff, right? Nobody talks about it. You know, deadheads know about it, right? Just like I had to ask why people were walking around with their finger up in the air. And they're like, oh, well, that's to get a ticket from heaven. And I said, oh, really? From heaven, huh? No way. Well, I'm spiritual. I'm sticking my finger up. And then I realized after you hold your finger up in the air for a few minutes, your arm starts getting tired. So I said, you know what? I'm not really worried about going in to see the concert more worried about what is going on here, right? I mean, you could tell that people are born into it and you could tell by walking around that there are young mothers nursing children. You walk by vehicles, they have like playpens set up. Like this is, this is real deal. Like I know someone who kind of grew up this way and I can't wait to pick his brain a little bit more about it because freedom is not just not living with any that's not freedom because the true freedom in life is you're not getting free from the government people and this, this is important you're not getting free from the government you're getting free from yourself you're getting free from your ego that's the trap that you're in you know after reading rich dad poor dad it's pretty clear the problem in america and i'm starting to feel like that the visions that we get of stuff around the world, totally false, totally false. I think America has us in such a trap 
that we we have no idea <laughs> we have no idea how to live life i think the people in the east have had it figured out the whole entire time and i think westerners are just now in 2019 starting to get the concepts because there's so many people like me who are awake trying to knock on all y'all's door like hello we're doing it wrong hello it's about love and light it's not about a bentley but see the problem is is you go to public school and you're taught how to be a factory worker now i love when people hear that word factory i'm not no damn factory worker i'm a doctor yeah all right you're a doctor you wake up in the morning right put on your shoes the same way and you have to go somewhere and you got to clock in there's a there's a time where you get a break there's a time when you get this don't tell me you're not a factory worker you're just a higher paid factory worker see that was what america wanted right america wanted money the higher powers that be knew that we would go get it right all these taxes you pay do you know the wealthy do not pay taxes and most people bitch about that why 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 are you crying and complaining you have no right to cry and complain because you're not chasing down wealth you're not you're not even educating yourself on how to get there right and that's 90 percent of of americans and after studying a lot it's just a simple fact that we're afraid to to go after anything, right? Because the system works so well on you. Now the system doesn't work on everybody. Like in the book, Rich Dad and Poor Dad, it's pretty simple principles. The guy came from a pretty decent dad. The guy was a professor, but he didn't know how to, he didn't know how to work with money. He didn't understand money. Where the other dad, which is just his buddy's father, is the rich dad, owns a ton of stuff in Hawaii. They still are mecca, 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 mecca rich people. He just taught these kids how to work with money. Now this author grows up to be a millionaire. So what's that tell you? That the principles that he learned were taught in our public schools that everybody would understand the use of money. Now, don't get me wrong, rich dad poor dad it's written in a way it's written for the common day every person now when i read a book like that or listen to a book like that i i i have to dissect it differently because i have different different understandings about money where it's a flow too you know it's a it's a thought process he doesn't really go into that stuff the book was written written a little while ago but it's a very good book that i really want y'all to dive into because it might start opening up your eyes to the programming side that you got sucked into into your experience of life so back to the dead show it breaks my heart to see people living that way it breaks my heart to know that they think that's that's being free right you know the kid that i'm friends with that is homeless he was bragging to these people and don't get me wrong they all know each other oh man are you going to colorado or are you going over here are you going over there oh dude i'll see you here dude that city's sick you're like and he's talking about little five and he's like dude i got such the sweet setup and you know i just sit there and sell my shrooms and sell sell my lsd right on this park bench you know my camps right around the corner like i own this place man this place is amazing like it's beautiful and he is bragging like he's got a a beautiful house right 
And I'm sitting there and I'm trying to see where the confusion in his head is. And most of them are just stuck in a story, right? Because it's not like they're enlightened people. See, anytime I think there's a chance I might meet people in my tribe, people who are like me, I will venture out to go check it out. And I knew the dead surrounds itself around psychedelics. A lot of spiritual people surround themselves around psychedelics. That's the whole reason why I went out to that show. Unfortunately, you know, at this point, all I could tell you is that I experienced it to talk about it. I experienced it to see a whole nother level of what's really going on on this planet. You know, there are like different, different levels of even being homeless, right? There are people who just kick around Piedmont Park and, you know, I don't know what's going on with them. Then there's people like this kid who, he understands the, the art of a hustle. He understands how to make money. He understands how to link everything together. But why is he not, why is he not trying to change that part of it? And I, I've joked with him a couple of times. I'm like, dude, you almost adapted to this from doing it for so long. But knowing that he has that charge, I think that charge right? And the damn government, I think that charge is what sparked this kid into this, this experience that he's just, you know, he's trying to keep on following these people. He's like, I just don't have a driver's license right now. But, and a lot of them had that story, right? Had that driver's license story. Maybe at the end of the day, he intrigues me because, you know, maybe I see myself right? I don't have a license. And maybe that's what intrigued me about it. Like, how did you, how did you get to this point? Right. And how do I keep people from getting to that point? Right. And with me, I know now from all the chaos I caused in my life with running from charges that all I had to do back then was see the best possible outcome in my head and meditate on it and really and trust me when you're in trouble you want out you will you will see out you will not see conviction you will see out a lot of times with just that knowing you can change things right there have been people who've been put in prison that have learned the power of thought the power of meditation and all of a sudden got early released or all of a sudden it found out that there was a mistake, right? And this happens, this happens all the time. So all I can tell you about the Grateful Dead is it's, it's a mind boggling culture. On one back side of the building, on one back side of the building, you have just, ah, I don't even know how to explain it. Like, is it, is it the music that pulled them in? Because on the front side of the building, I'm not going to lie. The other deadheads, very successful looking people. Right? I've seen fathers and sons come out and sons who are about 18 and 19 wearing dead shirt. You know, kind of looking like their dad and this and that, which that is horribly wrong to do too. Right? You always want your kids' parents to find their own way. Don't, don't suck them into your way just going to make them feel lost at some point in time because 
it's not really what what they wanted in their life but you know we always want to make our parents proud so always keep an eye out for them I'm not saying that that always happens and that's the case with every situation some kids really do love certain things right but you should never make something a part of your life so much that it sculpts who you are you want to sculpt who you are you want to get on the inside you want to find out who you are and you want to sculpt who you are as a person by your own experiences like you don't want to use music and things like that to really create your personality and i see it happen all the time but it was very strange to sit out front waiting for my friends to come out and really people watch people watch because on a whole other side of the spectrum you have all these people breaking down all this gear and jamming it in these almost broken down vehicles and don't get me wrong some of them are doing it a lot better than other ones so i think some of them back there actually like really really enjoy it and i almost think like that is the right it's almost like how we all chase after the bigger house the bigger this the bigger that on that lot it was almost like the same culture you had the people with a really nicer van and the, and and a nicer setup and the nicer this and you had everybody else running around trying to make money because it's almost like they think that's what they need, right? And all they really need to do is find God, right? Maybe maybe take a break, maybe sit down for a little while so they can get their brain wrapped around it, right? You know, a lot of books told me not to pay attention to poverty, right? Don't get too wrapped up in, in, you know, why, why people are homeless, why people are this. And, you know, I don't know if it's just really hard to shake the fact that, you know, it's hard. Like once you, once you have a conversation with somebody and you realize, that, you know, shit, that, that can happen to anybody just makes you start wondering, you know, what can you do to help? You know, in my in my quest of my purpose besides coaching and everything else I want to do, you know, I I I want to give back. And I realize there's plenty of people out here to give and to try to help other people and since I learned the power of coaching and really study how much coaching has to offer in so many different ways like I would love to just open up a facility and help people, you know, with any problem. It doesn't matter. And there's no shame. I don't care what your problem is. Just come knocking on our door. No money out of your pocket. The only thing you would have to do if you did work is donate 10% of what you did make. And why do I use that number 10%? Because once you study law of attraction and you did get into coaching, you would learn all that. You'd understand that. When you put money out, especially in that type of way, the universe grants you and the money will come back to you regardless. And I was hoping by helping those people, I could go out there and help people get off the streets, but I wanna document that side of it. I wanna tell their story. I wanna use the power of YouTube to engage with an audience. And I want people to see where thoughts get you, right? Because I promise you, if you follow the thoughts, 
you'll see how they got where they got. And that's powerful. And if you could take something like that, people on the street, and you could show what happened when they, they got engaged by a group of people off of social media, and these people, these people seem like they actually cared. That right there, <coughs> listen, sometimes emotion is more powerful than anything on this planet. So that, that feeling right there, those people knowing that somebody might actually care could turn around their whole entire life. You know, a little bit of money might put them in a hotel or, you know, if I got to take vans on donation, if we got to build little friggin' huts for them to live in to, to get on their feet while they learn the principles. But I'm promising you, anybody who learns what I know can change their situation. It's all thought process. It all comes down to what you think about. And after experience what I experienced yesterday, it shows you how big everything really is and how man, it just it just after seeing that it makes me wonder like how many other like how many millions of people are doing that? You know? And just breaks my heart. It breaks my heart because there are kids who don't even have a sh have a shot, right? It's okay if, if you're a parent and you want to throw in a towel and you want to give up, but don't don't have kids and bring them into that because you might love that. But the fact that you are programming your child into thinking that that's what life is, and the rest of everything that child sees is just some. It's almost like being Amish, right? I'm not saying there's anything wrong with being Amish, but the way these people are raising their kids in these in these caravans of life, like they're really just these kids don't have a shot. And it intrigues me even more because I understand the power of psychedelics. I understand how big LSD is in the corporate world. Go ahead and look on YouTube if you don't believe me. Look up billionaires in LSD. Look up CEOs, corporate executives. Artists, look up everybody's microdosing this stuff, right? But you don't know about it because why? The same reason I didn't know that there's a whole entire civilization, if I said that correctly, surrounding a group, right? We don't we don't know because our attention's not there. Just like the awakening. That's why we're all doing this. That's why I do this podcast. We're trying to spread the message that it's time to wake up. If you want some really good content, I'm going to put it in the description. I'm going to walk my dog. I think I'm far from done today. I do want to do an episode today on story, your backstory. People, you want to clean up your future, you got to clean up the backstory. <laughs> you got to get rid of the backstory. But I'll go into that later. I love you all. Sorry, this went a little bit longer than I thought. I did do this last night. It was a lot shorter. But unfortunately, I didn't realize I never saved it. And as soon as I close out my phone, it will delete. So I hope everybody's having a wonderful Sunday. I hope you're getting in touch with God. I hope you're getting in touch with yourself. Um, Ram Das, right? Ram Das on YouTube. I'm going to put the links in the description. 
it has a lot to do with psychedelics and spiritual and this is a guy who he went and chased it down so definitely check that out and i will talk to y'all later bye hold up